In a world of 2020s, be a 2021. This is the way of the dork. Welcome, everybody, to episode 76 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I'm the tall one. I am in the middle, also known as Collector Clint. And I'm going to make it weird and just say this is Asian Tony Stark. Why is that and weird? That's like You actually made weird. it weird by saying you yes. were going to make it weird. Which That's is how I made it weird. weird. It's like weirdception right there. Yeah, weird science. Took it to level three of weirdness. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Tier three. Um, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, I want to quickly wish you all a very happy new year as we're uh, now into 2021. Um, you've survived 2020. Uh, Congrats. We're very thankful. Congratulations. You did it. You did, you did do it. Thing. You did a thing. You did a thing. <laughs> uh, we're very thankful for you guys being here, uh, supporting us over the last year, and we look forward to uh, your continued support this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly, some housekeeping things. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. I'm going to update the robot emailer because I think it's time. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> uh, so I'll update that. Uh, make sure you, if you like to play podcast bingo, you can play along at dorksmanbingo.com. And as always, shout out to Andrew uh, from the Torby Wine Podcast for building that amazing podcast bingo card for us. And as always, Larry uh, from the STS guys in the Totally Random Movie Pod for uh, giving us the redirect link. So it's nice and easy. So that's at dorksmanbingo.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite part of the show is the Ask the Dorksman. So make sure you're asking us questions. Clint constantly barrages the Twitter, getting people to interact with us and ask us questions. It's The list keeps growing. We want that list to keep growing. That's right. Uh, because it's like we love getting those questions. We like themes. Um, so yeah, keep them coming. Themes. 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 Anyways, (laughs) first question today uh, comes from Kelly, AOK20, our good friend Kelly. Um, Her question is, are we taking bets on the first con, non-virtual, that will take place after this madness? Um, I'm not a betting man uh, anymore. Um... (laughs) I was about to say, I was like, are you sure? Uh, I lie. I'm a betting man. Um, I would think, I would think it would probably be San Diego. Um, I would be surprised only if they're the first one is after San Diego. I think that's the biggest thing I would be surprised about. I think they're going to do everything that they could possibly can after losing out on that revenue and everything else last year to make san diego happen i mean it is the crown jewel of of cons um and i think they'll do whatever they can even if it's reduced numbers i know they came out recently and said that whatever tickets were rolled over were the only ones that they were going to honor uh, mm-hmm. badges so they weren't going to be set because I, I personally reached out because i've got a pro badge and so i'm entitled to purchase two uh passes to go along with mine i did not opt into that for 2019 because every it's gonna be for 2020 because everything was so up in the air mm-hmm. so after they kind of announced everything was done and then they were gonna you know do badges for 2021 I emailed the back. I said, hey, you know, do I have an option still to buy those other two 
passes that y'all had allocated towards my account and they said as of right now no right so i'm thinking that's probably what they're going with right now is let's let's try to keep the numbers down from what it normally is and and maybe that's an option um i i I could see them trying all kinds of different stuff to try to make that happen whether that's you know moving some of the stuff to other hotels to try to make the the numbers work you know but there's a ton of hotels uh, obviously for those of you that have been y'all know that you know there's that whole ring you know around the convention center of hotels that a few of them are used for things but not all of them that they could you know possibly move some um panels and some some other things too to try to make the numbers match i would be surprised if some big one happened before then like i don't think WonderCon will happen i don't think what would normally be I, we know eccc is not happening right they've already announced they're going to move well, that it's happening to december, december yeah december right um so wonder i i don't think they would try to push for WonderCon, especially since it's in california um e3 would be before that typically isn't that right mm-hmm. nate yeah, you yeah. Um, June, August, June. and I I think they're perfectly fine with being virtual from here on out. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with every kind of console kind of having their own big to do. Right? Like, am I missing something else big that usually takes place before San Diego? No, I think that's pretty much it as far as big ones. So that, that that's why I'm betting it's going to be San Diego. Just because the only other big big one that we don't know about is WonderCon, and it's the same people, CCI, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think if they're going to put their resources into trying to get one together and manpower and logistics and all the other stuff that goes into planning it and possibly not being able to pay as many people that help with that kind of stuff behind the scenes. I'm thinking they shift all their resources towards San Diego and probably just either postpone WonderCon till later in the year or just hold off to 2022 getting back for their uh, Anaheim one. Interesting. Well, I actually disagree with you. I don't think it's going to be in time for San Diego. Now, what kind of podcast is that going to be if you don't agree with everything I have to say? Right. Well, Joey, I know it'd be it'd be the Joey podcast, and God knows we can't have that. So that's right, the Joe cast, <laughs> the, the Joe cast, the Joe kissed. Anyway, take um, a kiss. The, <laughs> let me talk. But no, um, I don't think it'll be that early. I just I I I mentioned this in the pre-party. By the way, I hope I'm wrong. I would be. And if you guys want to rub my face, I'd be okay with that. I would, I'd rub my face with you. I'd love it for it to actually be San Diego. I just don't think the vaccine is going to be enough by then. Again, I hope I'm wrong, but I think they'll have ideas. I think they'll have protocols, and I think they'll be everything to go. To be honest, I think they'll just roll everybody over to 2022 for tickets um, just because it'll be the exact same situation. So I don't think it'll be San Diego. I honestly don't think it'll be New York, even though I think New York has a, a pretty good possibility by then. I don't think people are going to want to do New York because partially because it's New York, you know, it's already a place known for pizza rats and pigeons and a lot of other stuff that I don't think people would be comfortable having a mass gathering the way they do it. I, I again, I'm okay being wrong if I'm if I'm wrong, but I think the first one we see is in December and that's Emerald City Comic Con. I think by then everything will be as worked out as it can be in the sense of people vaccinated or taking precautions and uh the the venue figuring out exactly how they want to handle it so you mentioned the vaccination so what do you think the chances are san diego opening it up for only people that can show proof of vaccination that's a logistical nightmare it is that would be too yeah yeah, and i mean i mean and i the only reason i i don't think it's a bad idea but first of all i don't think you i mean all of us have been to san diego 
We know when you walk in with your badge, they look and see if you have a badge. They don't see whose name on it. They don't see, you know, how you got it. They don't care. Yeah. So I don't know how they hire the personnel to actually look at the vaccination forms, especially considering from what I've seen, they're pretty generic forms that could easily be copied. You know what so I mean? you just mentioned that they don't care, which brings me right. to my next point. Are they going to care whether it's a forgery or another person as long as mm -hmm. they're, you know, culpability is all for them, yeah. right? They're saying, but, hey, we, we did our due diligence. We required this. We, mm -hmm. we can't be, you know, expected in a lawsuit to, you know, take care of Joe Blow's, you know, fake uh, right. COVID form, Agreed. vaccination form. I'm just saying, you know, what yep. are these people going to try to do to try to, you know, and they will, though. And they know they will. And I think that's when they're just because, I mean, let's face it, we've seen some we've seen court cases that are insane. I know we're getting really logistical here, but I mean, the fact that somebody spilled McDonald's coffee on, on themselves and sued McDonald's in one scares the shit out of everybody personally who could get sued because stupid shit like that can happen. Mm -hmm. And let's face it. I mean, even if you find signed a form, even if you've written in the consent, when you purchased your ticket or they released a new one saying, I have, I, I've gotten the vaccine and I am okay. They can still get sued by other people that were, even though the one person didn't, you know, as Ryan said, it could just give be a logistical nightmare and be insane. So I, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see it happening or being, something they're willing to take on now now with that said that doesn't mean there won't be a lot of virtual stuff or they haven't they want to improve that experience from last year but i just don't think they can have an in-person con especially considering everybody's chomping at the bit to get there so even if they had the con people that that don't have con tickets and don't plan on going to the con because you you know you know we all know there's enough off sites to keep you entertained for four days those people aren't getting tested those people could get sick you see how it goes from there yep. I, I'm so with that, I'm with Clint here. You think about the fact that it's not only CCI involved in this, but it's the city and county of San Diego, their government locally within that city, state of California. I mean, people have their opinions about Gavin Newsom. I'm going to leave that out of this here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but I mean, really, to Clint's point, CCI aside, San Diego themselves as a city can't control a lot of this stuff. And there's a possibility mm -hmm. for numerous lawsuits not to mention people possibly getting sick and dying. And nobody right. wants that. I, I wouldn't want that burden hanging on me. As much as I'd love to go to San Diego this year, because I do miss everybody. I miss seeing you guys, mm -hmm. being like able me. to share a meal in person, um, maybe having a beer, less Joey, since Joey doesn't partake in alcohol. It'd be, it'd be great. Delicious. You know, it'd be great. But we need to do the safer thing. And Mindy brought this up on the pre-party. Realistically, we would need about 80% of the population in the United States, let alone anybody that's coming in internationally, that is a side subject here, to have been vaccinated in order for us to be, quote unquote, okay. Herd immunity is at 70% is, is what you need for that. I don't see that happening because we're already now in the first few days of January. Of course, we're, we're projecting, <laughs> what, what is it, like 100 million vaccinations within the first hundred days um i'm not trying to make this political i'm just stating what's been said no, in no, the no, media, right. right i don't, I don't think, think you're to gonna get extent. there right away either because you have right. the first line of people healthcare workers that are eligible mm -hmm. for it that are turning it down mm -hmm. so when you when, when you talk about people <laughs> that are you know the first ones to have a chance of getting it that are saying mm, I'm going to pass for now. Um, that's it's not a lot of confidence for the regular 
right. folks that well, right a here. that part too that are like, oh, well, my doctor didn't get it, so I'm not getting it. Um, yeah. But also, b it it hurts you trying to get to that seventy percent herd immunity mm-hmm. number if you've got people that are eligible for it that are turning it down. Now, what my father-in-law's doctor told him was that he's going to put him on a list because like, you know, they only have like a very short shelf life. Right. Um, especially depending on the vaccine, but some of them have to be kept at a ridiculously low temperature mm-hmm. uh, to be kept viable. So I think the plan is, oh, okay, we offered them to you. You don't have, now we're going to move on to this next group. So hopefully we don't have like a whole batch of them that go to waste because people are turning them down. Right. Um, but still, once you have gone through every group and you say, okay, they've been offered to everybody that wants them and only 50% of the population is, accepted them then you've got another problem on your hand yeah you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and, and yeah it's and and that's the, that's assuming we have enough for it anyway i know that we've passed as a country on a shipment or a good number of them that are now going to arrive later like june uh is, is what i've heard so yeah it's it's just going to be tough to to do san diego my first i i hope i again I would be okay being wrong. If I'm wrong and somebody wants to rub it in my face, please do. I will not stop you. But I'm thinking ECC in December is going to be our first chance to to get together as a crew. Yeah, I agree. Because you think about just the prep time as well, right? Trying to plan the con within realistically six six months and a few weeks, I just don't foresee that being possible from the planning standpoint let alone everything else that's going on around the world that CCI and San Diego as a county cannot control. Right. I'd love to be wrong. I'm with Clint there, 100%. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be in San Diego in July. I'd love to see everybody. I just don't see it realistically happening. I'm curious if they've set them. I'm sure they have. So I guess I should say I'm curious what their deadline is, their internal deadline of, okay, right. we've got to make a decision by February 15th or, or whatever that arbitrary date is. Well, well, first of all, I think it depends on either both the city, the state, and I think it depends on their insurance because I think they're the ones who are going to be calling the shots here more than anybody. Yeah. Um, I will say that Denver Pop Culture Con, which usually happens a few weeks before San Diego, has already been canceled for the year. It's like they didn't even mess with that. They're like, nope, fuck it. We want nothing to, you know, because they don't want to deal with it. And I don't blame them. They don't want to deal with people getting sick. They don't want to deal with the lawsuits. They don't want to deal with the blame. They don't want to build with bad publicity. Uh, and, you know, they they just, it's better safe than sorry is definitely a good approach here. I know it's financial. I know the economy. I get all that. But, you know, you can't have people, you can't, you can't have an economy without people buying. And if people are dead, you can't have them buy stuff. You well, know that, I mean? And then the crapshoot also is that you're going to put up all this money to even plan the con and all your mm-hmm. upfront costs and if it goes to shit, you're likely to move. I mean, lose a lot of that anyway. So right. if I were the one at that executive level, I would be like, no, this is not a good business decision. We're going to potentially hemorrhage a lot of money. Let's just do the safer thing and plan for the next one. Nate, you've been like oddly quiet, so chime in. They, they've got one shot to get this right. Mm-hmm. right? Like one they, opportunity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're not, right? He's weak. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but like they they literally any con that decides that it's going to be the first one out the gate is going to be scrutinized beyond yes. anything that they've ever been um looked at under a microscope right which is kind of crazy so i as much as i agree with joy that i really want to see us in san diego this year i truly don't believe in six or seven months like with just the logistics around it would be just insane um and I feel like 
even a year leading into it, like I feel like if Emerald City, if they haven't already started planning and like doing the the precautionary stuff, like December is still even like they've got the best shot at it right now. Uh, I think to to do it safely. Um, but yeah, I I, I think I want to I want to be wrong, but I, I do agree with Clint. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be December is gonna be the earliest that we're gonna safely be able to do it. Um, and there's a like. Like Joey said, there's a lot of moving parts with the uh, yes. with the vaccine because if people aren't getting vaccinated, it doesn't matter, right? Like if herd immunity doesn't hit that number, we're we're all still kind of screwed because people are still going to die because people aren't taking the vaccine and people are still going to get sick, mm. and the healthcare system is going to be overrun still because people aren't taking the vaccine. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot to it. I do want to be wrong. I really hope that we can get back to something by this year at some point um but i wouldn't be surprised if there was nothing this year in a large capacity like that like i'm curious about because like i see like you see how like some nfl stadiums they have like six seven thousand people right gathering and like there's outbreaks after games like all the time right Right, like people are getting sick after these games and stuff. So, even so for you, something like that where they're spread apart, I can't even imagine having two or three thousand people together. You know, what do you think the likelihood is instead of them taking a wash on it again for another fiscal year? What do you What do you think the likelihood is that instead of just outright canceling it, they try to push it, kind of like what ECC did? What do you think the likelihood is they push it to October, November, December, or you really, really believe that they just say, okay, we're just going to wash our hands of it for two years in a row. And we'll just do July, 2022 as the next one. I'm going to go with the latter. Sorry. Nope. You go ahead. I'm going to go with the latter just on the sole fact that they are the largest con. There's a lot of, like I said earlier, there's a lot of prep work. There's a lot of logistics that goes behind it. Not right. to mention that the convention center is used for many other things. It's not like, even though it shares the same SDCC, San Diego Convention Center and San Diego Comic-Con, right. it's not like that's the only thing that goes on there. There could very well be something that's, dare I say, more important to the city of San Diego than San Diego Comic-Con happening totally already in what. October, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, yeah. um, well, I mean, that, it's used as a hospital. Is it still being used as a hospital? I don't know. It is one of the I mean, largest money the makers point. for the city. I think it's right. second after the zoo only. But you figure that's like the one point in the year that they really bank that much money. So yeah, it's like a it's like a fine teeter totter back and forth about whether or not it is good. I, I just think I, I play back on the safe card. It's the safer thing for I, everybody, right. the whole round on the table. So here's the other issue. I mean, and this would be this would hurt a lot of more than just them is if they moved it, where are they going to move it to? I mean, in theory, New York comic con still October Emerald city is December. Are they going to move it to November? Are they going to move it to September? Is that late enough? And I, I, I this is just hearsay questions. I, I don't know right. this. So the question is where would they put it? Cause then if they do that, people have to choose between them and they're going to both, then both cons are going to lose attendees, lose money, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So the question is, is it worth doing that for them or is it worth questioning doing it for the others? And I don't know. So I I, I mean, I, I do think, that, you know, they know this this time. Like, I know when we entered this COVID thing at the beginning of 2020, everyone thought it was going to last three weeks. Everyone mm -hmm. thought it was going to be over. Everyone thought it was going to be the flu and it'd be done. And right, right. Yeah. I, I, and, I, and that they don't, they know better this time. 
Yeah. So I'm hoping. Just, just move it to Vegas. Nobody, nobody's doing what they want there anyway. Let the STDs fight it out <laughs> yeah. with the alcohol that fights it out with COVID. It all just equals yeah. force syndrome. It's a natural but, wash, right? But um, it, it'll be. Um, I, I think they'll do. So, I mean, they'll do something. They'll definitely have a better mm-hmm. online presence this year, and right. everything. Like they like they know that people are going to be tuning in at least to the panels. They're going to be tuning in. There's going to be better chances to buy merchandise. Um, I mean, for all I know, they might even have off sites going on in the city. You know, they might have the actual things that are limited, you know, cause they, you know, they, they you mentioned football games have outbreaks of a couple thousand people, but you know, the zoos are open right now, or there's mm-hmm. other events that are open mm-hmm. uh, right now that people are safely doing things and they do have time to at least think about it. You know, like maybe so, they have pods or something. I don't know what the answer is, but just think about this for example. Like, I mean, we're we're going really long on this question, this is which is question. great because I love this discussion. Yeah. But right, if you think about like, so uh, my wife and I, because we're in our own bubble, we've stayed at a hotel nearby. Um, we've taken Banner there a couple times just to get away from the house, um, and we've you know we follow protocol. There's like you wear masks when you're inside uh, any public space. You know, elevators or you take elevators only with your bubble. So people are lining up to take the elevator, which is fine. Now you imagine a space like San Diego Comic-Con, like at the convention center, let's say you have to physically distant, the buses are generally full. If you have to sit a row apart, that's double the number of buses. You're waiting to get in the escalator. You need to give people six feet distance. Can you imagine the lines? I don't think you can make that happen with the physical distancing part. I think right? you, I think as far as protocols, you obviously say, you know, masks are still in effect. Please wash right. your hands. There's thousands of hand sanitizer stations yeah. everywhere. No. But I, I don't think <laughs> if, if it happens, because, you know, I'm in the majority right here. I going to be the minority. Y'all are the majority saying it won't. Uh, so I'm saying it, if it happens, if I'm mm-hmm. right, I, I don't think you can do the six foot thing. I just, right. I, I don't think you can either. And or at least I you can't enforce it. Like you'll say, right. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, please yeah. maintain right. your distance. Yeah. But I, I don't right. think it'll be strictly enforced because I don't think you can accommodate, like right. you said, the numbers and all those situations, exactly. whether it's getting on an elevator or it's getting on a bus or it's a, at a restaurant. I mean, can you, like, I mean, you've all been there and tried to go eat, I'm assuming, at the, yeah. in, in the uh, gas lamp. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll spend three hours sometimes trying to find a place that's actually got an open table. Right. Uh, and that's with all the tables available, you know, right. we're talking about moving into half, you know, them available. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. No, you're right. Good point. You'd have to draw that back as a social distancing uh, requirement. I think you would have to do away with the six foot thing or it just wouldn't work. Let me put it to you like this. I dropped my daughter off at daycare and they have it. They have actual six feet measurements there in line for like four people in line. People mm-hmm. can't follow that shit. Right. Four people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stand on a goddamn X and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Nope. So nope. I don't know how they would do it in this mass. Now, maybe, and even even if they did like your assigned time to come to the fugitive booth is 6 20 p.m., you know, that's not going to work because people will be late. People run long, whatever the case is. Right. So, or someone just doesn't know that you need a time slot. Like, some right. people just, they just, they don't know. They're just wandering around the con. And like, right. and that's, that's fine. You're discovering things as you go. But if, yeah, you're adding a lot of safety measures, but I feel like those safety measures become, Again, as we talked about, it just becomes a legality issue where yeah. now CCI is saying, I did my part. We had a massive outbreak. We tried. Well, and then, right. And <laughs> the booth people, first of all, the people who are in the booths and the vendors going to want to show up. And right. secondly, uh, will they, will they 
would they have to harness the burden? Because then it becomes, oh, I got COVID. Well, where'd you get it? I got the fugitive booth. Oh, we're clear. Well, fugitive didn't, you know, and then, they, you know, the whole, I'm, I'm pointing eyes Yeah, here. pointing fingers. Joey, by the way, yeah. yeah. Joey, by the way, I, I really want, I really want this to happen. I want you to come to us when it opens and laugh at us hysterically. I want yes. a whole episode of yeah. you telling us we're wrong. Yeah, and that I'm happy with up. that. Yeah, the whole episode can just be a you whole telling Joey us episode of just telling. I would us be okay with that. I would be okay with that too. You're <laughs> muted, dude. Joey, you're muted. Oh, it could be a combination <laughs> of virtual and in person. Absolutely, so you, you could have. And look for the vendors. That might be a godsend. So yes. you, you have a booth there, you have somebody there with maybe a setup of three or four iPads, but you don't have any physical stock. You're just there mm. ordering stuff, yeah. paying yeah. for stuff. Yeah. So it's all contactless. That would also mean that you could possibly take up less room. Uh, you may have some people that typically would go with physical stuff that may just put their stuff online and don't actually pay for the booth space. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think there's a way to cut down on the numbers of people that are there, but I'm not trying to throw out what y'all are saying at all. I totally understand what y'all are saying uh, as well, but it'll be interesting how things play out because I would right. think by the end of first quarter 2021, they'll have to have a decision made. Yes, so I'm, I'm thinking agree. by the end of March, mm -hmm. We know one well, way or the no, other yeah. whether it's happening okay. and, oh, and if it's okay. happening, yeah. how it's happening. Right. Yeah. Again, I'd be okay being wrong. And this is the thing. We're not we're we're doing this for free. There's people that are paid to do this and know a lot more than we do and have a lot more mm -hmm. information and access to resources. So hopefully they're making the right decisions for the people. Um yes. don't get me wrong, I'm sick of being in my house. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to go somewhere, I want to do something, I want to see people, Same. but um I'd rather be safe than sorry myself. But I think they will too. But again, if they're wrong, if I'm wrong. Please rub it in my fucking face. <laughs> Don't no, stop. Rub it all. Gonna do it for a year. When we get to episode, well, you know what? If we do that. Episode ninety nine can just be you laughing at us until <laughs> until we're done. That'd we be great. So anyway, but I mean that's a fantastic question. Thank you, Kelly. Um, and we we could go on, I'm sure. But we um, could go on. Apparently, that's our whole episode. Thank you, That would actually be a legit episode. It's a big pop culture thing that we all yeah. are affected by that affects a lot more going on because it's also going to affect you know like promotions for movies. Then when we start getting those again, or promotions for new products, or even yeah. you know artist alley. Like I'd like them to do be able to do some mm -hmm. kind of virtual artist alley or. Like Joey said, even something in person, like you know, that there are options they could do something. It doesn't have to be the San Diego Comic Con, but it could be mm -hmm. Artist Alley, and that's the whole con floor, so it's nice and spread out, and people can do still Artist Alleys. I don't know. I'm spitballing here, but that's the one thing back. I miss a lot. Right, Artist Alley. I love just browsing artist stuff, sitting chatting with them a little bit. That's one of my favorite things about ECCC because their Artist Alley, I think, is the best that's one. That's what I've heard. Yeah, that I've been to, um, and. They're just, it's just, they love it. Like the artists love it. They love interacting with their fans. They love doing that. But yeah, again, just space and logistics is just, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And people uh, are assholes. It's true. Yeah, that too. Um, I think well, it'd be a really good episode for us to do once we learn more about yeah. what's going to happen, right? So we'll, we'll stay, stay tuned that. for that. Yeah. Excellent. Pencil it in. Pencil it in. We'll pen it in even. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. That's right. That's right. I'll write in blood. <laughs> anyway, we'll get Kelly on for that episode. Uh, like, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Thank you, Next Kelly. question. Twenty-five minutes later. Twenty-five hey, it, minutes. It was a. It was a. It's a good discussion. It happens. It's, it's a good, good thing. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not upset about it. Yeah. Um, our second question this week comes from Sean uh, El Loco Gaijin. 
Uh, his question, nice and simple, Coke or Pepsi? <laughs> we needed a short one after that long one. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I've got a better one for you. New Coke or Crystal Pepsi? Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna, I think we have question. to answer both now, but I think it's <laughs> yeah. a fair question. I'm, I'm 100% Camp Coke. Um, I, I don't ever have a craving for a Pepsi, but every now and then I'll get a crave. I'm not a big um, soft drink drinker. Like I mainly drink water. Um, I'll have like a sports drink every now and then I'll have uh, a sweet, tea. like if I go to a restaurant, I get a sweet tea or an Ar- Arnold Palmer or something like that. Um, I, I do drink Sprite zeros fairly regularly. Uh, maybe one of those a day, but I get a craving every now and then for a, a cola and it's, it's always Coke. I'm never like, Ooh, I need to go get a Pepsi. It might be a Dr. Pepper, but it's mm. never a Pepsi ever. Mm. You sound very Southern right now. <laughs> did i say soft drink i don't i, I don't even know if oh I no, no, no 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 I, I was just saying your coke affinity no, i know and I'm oh totally yeah kidding. yeah no 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 um so you'd be new coke over crystal pepsi no i'd be crystal pepsi over new you coke. would be crystal pepsi okay just making sure i understand <laughs> i can't remember having a new coke that's the problem i know they released it again but i haven't actually ever had it that i can recall I- at one point, Pepsi tried doing something, and it may have only been a, a Southern thing for a while because it never took off and they didn't keep it. But they were doing – it was like a marketing push where it was uh, Pepsi made with cane sugar. Yeah. Um, and that was actually pretty good because it, it really changed the the overall taste and actually made it taste closer to Coke. <laughs> but I did drink some of those when they were available, just like I drank the Crystal Pepsi when it was available. Right, right. So I, I'll give my answer. Um First of all, I don't drink a lot of soft drinks as it is, or pop, I guess it's, it's called over here, soda, whatever you want to call it. Um, I know historically, you know, the reason that forever, and they don't do this anymore, but when we were at least younger, they always said Pepsi won the taste test, Pepsi won the taste test, the blind taste test, they really pushed that. That was because Pepsi is actually sweeter in flavor um, mm-hmm. by design. So um, I know that. Now, for some reason, I think, I think originally I would have gone with Pepsi. Just because Coke commercials for the longest time drove me insane. And they still kind of do, but not to the extent they did. But, oh, you know what the other thing is? that It's the Coca-Cola that can be used to clean your toilet. I think that was a big turn off. <laughs> Pepsi, I'm sure, can do yes. the same thing. So yes. it's not a really stupid idea. But I, 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 out of the two, I'd go Pepsi. Out of the out of the, my sweet tooth, I'm guessing, but I don't drink enough to really have an opinion. Though I do like Coke. I, I won't, I'm not one of those people that if I order one at a restaurant, they're like, "Is Coke okay?" No, fuck you. I need something else. You know, I have <laughs> Um, but uh, as for Crystal, and I, I'd go Crystal Pepsi. I mean, 1992, mm-hmm. we were you know middle school. That stuff was the bomb. <laughs> I don't know why it just was <laughs> mysterious. You know, speaking I, of the restaurants, I'm I'm okay with if I order Coke and they only have Pepsi, that's fine. But if I order Sprite and they try to give me with, with the dead gum clear mist, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> that was hard like, I would agree with you. It, no, it's it's a clear beverage. That's about the only thing it has in common with the yeah. now Seven Up. But you don't see Seven Up hardly anymore. Let's go Seven Up's an individual distributor, and it's in Coke or Pepsi, and those are the big ones that get into the restaurants and everything else. Gotcha. Yes, I'm, okay. with you. I'm with you. I, I thought Seven Up was Coke. No, Seven Up, Seven Up, and um, there's somebody else. Yeah, it might even be Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper's or like that. It's it's its yeah. own thing. Oh, like RC Cola is another one. <laughs> Not that anybody <laughs> drinks RC Cola, but uh, yeah, those are their like own independent distributor, and that's why you don't see them in the high all the everywhere because they don't have the the grass that Pepsi and, and Coke do. 
Mm-hmm. The Dr. Pepper will, though, because I think I want to say I'd have to research this. I'd have to Google it. But oh, I want to say Dr. Pepper's got some deal with Coke and Pepsi. I, yeah. I don't know. I remember I looking like- it up a long time ago because the discussion came up amongst some friends. And I think that's why, like, if you go to Taco Bell, for instance, they're typically Pepsi product. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get Dr. Pepper there. Whereas if I go to McDonald's, they're typically Coke products, but I can also get Dr. Pepper there. So there, there's some deal with the Dr. Pepper thing. They've got it made in other yep. words. And guys, I apologize for the bell. Um, Ava has moved it and I don't know where. <laughs> oh, man. Sure. Blame it on sure. Ava. She likes to take it and say dinner's ready with it, even though it's like, Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, Shout time. Anyway, uh, I will tell you guys real quick while I'm thinking about it. I, did you guys ever see the SNL commercial for Crystal Gravy? No. <laughs> no. It was, of course, like Crystal Pepsi, but it was Crystal It was gravy. It was just see-through, and there's people eating. Oh. It looks like they're eating fucking, like, aloe vera or something. It's oh, gross. Looking, gross. That seems it's terrible. Funny. If you ever get a chance, Google that and watch it. It's, it's pretty funny. Of course, it has the Right Now song by Van Halen in it, just like the old Pepsi, uh, Clear Pepsi commercials did. So, Crystal Pepsi, excuse me. So anyway, watch that if you get a chance. Anyway, I'm done talking. Ryan, it's your turn. I think you missed on something for Pepsi, Clint, when you, you should have said Garth. Hello? Oh. Uh, I was no. waiting for that to come out. You're right. Like, it's the taste of a new generation. You're absolutely right. Yes. Missed opportunity <laughs> there for me. Maybe I'll keep it, it subconsciously then because I really don't have a great answer for either one. That's probably yeah, what okay. it is, your affinity for Wayne's World. I'll keep it short and simple. Coke. I'll drink Pepsi if it's there, but I'd much rather mm. have Coke because it tastes better to me. Contrary to popular belief with Pepsi being sweeter, I just like the taste of Coke better. But they definitely have different, like different, definitely distinct tastes. Though I always yeah. wondered in the taste test when people would like, I don't know which one's which. I'm like, how? Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> very distinct tastes. So. Yeah, yeah, they're not similar. But I will say Crystal Pepsi as well because it takes me back to that nostalgic time when I was 10 years old, being able to drink it. You know. Mm-hmm. defying my mom her telling me not to drink soda i was like i'm gonna drink this anyway <laughs> that's true yeah nate that's the way it goes um yeah i for me it's it's always been coke i think it's something about the way like because growing up i didn't have a lot of pop in the house so whenever we went to eat at restaurants i would get it um but like when we go eat we go have chinese food at restaurants and stuff i feel like the coke cuts the msg better like if for whatever reason like after you have like something salty i find like mm-hmm. having a sip of coke is like so much more refreshing and it's like it just i don't know there's it's it's, it's a different feeling it's a different taste and that's what i've i've always liked um but yeah pepsi is just i find it a little bit too sweet um definitely is a little bit i mean i'll drink it if it's there um but i would absolutely prefer coke um and like same as you guys the nostalgia value of crystal pepsi is just ridiculous and it's still doesn't make sense i don't understand why it was crystal pepsi why it was a thing but i love it and i, I will drink it you know it's weird you bring up the uh the salty thing because i don't know if if it's a thing like in y'all's regional areas because i know how different we can be when it comes to food and drinks but peanuts and pepsi is a big thing uh mm-hmm. in the south I don't know if it is over there or not, but it's it, it's exactly what it sounds like. You <laughs> get some peanuts and you put them in your bottle of Pepsi and you drink it. And then you eat the peanut. <laughs> so it was weird when you mentioned that. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's why they do it. Is it, you know, counterbalances each other or, or mm-hmm. whatever? I don't know. But 
yeah, it's a pretty big thing. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I'm thinking that and I'm like, I'd rather have a, I think a Coke than a Pepsi if I was having like a whiskey and Coke, you know, or if I was mm-hmm. having um, something like that. I think a Coke is a better mixer, maybe because it's not yeah. as sweet. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Like who says, oh, I want a rum and Pepsi, like, no, <laughs> or a Jack and Pepsi. Nobody says right. that. Jack yeah. and Coke, rum and Coke. Or maybe you should just Pound drink your alcohol straight like a man. Oh, oh, wow. Ryan calling out somebody. I'm not sure who. I had my last eggnog and whiskey yesterday. It was a little sad. I'm not going to lie. But yes, all right, fine. Fine. I'm going to get drunk (laughs) next episode and tell you off, even though I won't be coherent. I'll be like, listen, this is whiskey. (laughs) You're a Coke. Yeah. You're a a Coke. Your mom's a Pepsi. (laughs) Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we were thinking of a different title for today, but that's actually pretty funny. Your mom's a Pepsi. I'm going to write that down. Your mom's a Pepsi. That needs to be a bingo square from now on. We need to tell Andrew. (laughs) Ryan says I'm going to write that down. (laughs) It does come up almost every week. He's actually usually pretty proactive with it and on top of it. (laughs) Shout out to Andrew. So we'll see. But anyway, um, yes, I think that – do we need to say anything else on that or do we answer that question? No, I think that's good. I think think we're good with that one. Thank you, Sean. Uh, We're curious about what your answer is. I'm sure Clint will reach out. Um, same with Kelly. Thank you, Kelly, for the question. I'm sure Clint has I gotta tell you something. We've yeah. already answered that question from Kelly. <laughs> have we? <laughs> we did it in episode 52. So we revisited it about, you know. Well, hey, I mean, it, I think it's appropriate. Before yeah, we move on, though, Nate, I do want to say, like, huge, yeah. huge, huge shouts out to Sean because he's had some internet issues for months and months and months on end. Like, he came over on the transition from Mixer to Twitch. And I think like about a month in, he started having these connectivity issues. So he has not been on anybody's stream, but he's still always just uber supportive of everybody in the community. And I miss that man tremendously. I I look forward to hopefully his internet being back to normal. If that's really a thing to say that kind of stuff these days, but (laughs) I do miss Sean. And thank you. Thank you, bud, for the question. We all miss you. Yes, sir. And that was a recent question too. So I absolutely agree. Sweet. Um, so yeah, keep asking us questions with the hashtag Ask the Dorksman. We might answer them twice. We might answer them three <laughs> times. Um, but we always love answering them. Uh, we love interacting with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So about half an hour into today's episode, we're actually going to finally be on topic. Um, so what we wanted to do today was just do a quick recap and kind of a look back at 2020. Um, we know 2020 was kind of a mess, but there were definitely some positives, um, if we can find some, uh, to come out of the year. Um, I mean, we've all adjusted the way we lived. Um, I'm sure there's lots of there's lots of shows we watched, lots of movies and, and TV shows and just things we've enjoyed throughout the year. Um, so we just want to focus on kind of some positives uh, that came from the year. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Joey, you want to kick us off? Anything off the top of your head? Um, two things that you alluded to. First, it it did give me a chance to um, get caught up on a lot of TV shows that I had one to watch and some movies that I had to watch and all that stuff. But um, that was very early on in quarantine. And then after a certain point, I got, I got bored. So uh, for most of you, you know, I'm a school teacher. So like quarantine hit like mid-March. So we 
cancel the rest of the school year where I'm at. And I was just at home until the very last week of school when we would have normally gone back the week before Memorial Day. Uh, the teachers had to go back to get some stuff taken care of and kind of wrap up into the year things. Uh, and then we had to let the kids kind of come in in waves to get their lockers cleared out, all that kind of stuff. And then I was back off again for the, for the rest of the summer. So I, I guess what I'm getting to for the next part is like, I actually um, became more appreciative of the time I do spend at work because I know a lot of us, not necessarily that we dislike or don't like our jobs or hate our jobs, uh, but we get to the point, I think, where we like just don't appreciate the fact that we are employed and that we do have a steady income. And now luckily I, I didn't have any issues with that, but like it made me realize and grateful for the fact that I do have a steady income. I have a steady career that pays the bills. Whereas a lot of people that got hit at the beginning of quarantine just went unemployed and have stayed unemployed. Um, so I was definitely grateful for the fact that I had a job that, you know, I kept my job, I kept my pay. I didn't really miss a beat when it comes to any of that stuff. So I was definitely grateful for that. And I was also grateful for the time that I actually do spend at work. You know, it's, it's difficult sometimes being a teacher and a coach, you know, it's, it's not as rewarding as, as I think I would like it to be, but you know, there are those moments where if I was teaching virtually, I don't think I would have those in-person moments where, you know, you know, a kid finally gets something or they're appreciative of something you do or, you know, something for, you know, team you're coaching, they finally get something to play or whatever. So uh, I definitely am an appreciative for, for my job more than I think I was before all this hit. Hmm. All right. I don't know how we're going to follow that up, but all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go a little more superficial <laughs> real quick. I think the most obvious thing that a lot of people are thankful for in 2020 is the Mandalorian that we talked about last week. Um, it's nice that we had some new content come out in 2020 and i think that is i think this is the show of 2020 hands down um just because it gave people something to talk about people to interact with people to look forward to and i i, I gotta go that route uh there's something positive that happened in 2020 off the top of my head queen's gambit might argue with you about the best show mm. in I, I i haven't seen that yet but i i've only heard good things so i wouldn't be shocked about that yeah. i think no. uh, it's the first season of queen gambit right it, it may, and maybe the only so for those that don't know it's actually based on a, a very older book like the movie takes place in the 50s i want to say um yeah and so i think the book is written around that same time frame um and they've tried to get it off the ground several times before in one form fashion or another and so the the, the one season it was looked to be a limited series like that that's it. it it told the entire book story so now the issue would be they you know when something's that popular of course they want to continue to milk it i mean look at mandalorian it's got several seasons coming plus three spinoffs that we talked about last on last week's episode um so the the problem becomes Okay, so if you have a second season, you have no other source material unless right. the author of that book happened to have some, you know, like outlines for maybe a second novel <clears throat> that he just never published or whatever. And, and I don't know if there is that or not, but mm -hmm. then you run into that problem. Okay, so you've you've done a very good job this first season. It's a very well-loved series. It's based on source material. Now you want to try to milk the cow further, and now you're going to be just kind of running with it uh so I, I don't know if it if there is a second season i'm kind of 
kind of leery about what that's going to look like since there is you you better get a awfully good writer to to come on to that show to kind of take that because your source material is material that's already been used and it's already been told so right. now you're gonna to have to spin a tale from that into something in something new and i just don't know if it'll work but gotcha what if what if the um what if the author was involved as a screenwriter do you would you feel better about that I would think that'd be awesome, but I'm pretty sure he's dead. So oh, if he could okay. somehow through a Ouija board communicate a script, that would be phenomenal. I'm going to look this up now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to know if this is the case. I'm in for that. Uh, Sorry, I did not. I was not aware. Oh, I got you now, though. I'm with you. Anyway, very good. How about you guys? Something positive in 2020. Oh, you Ryan. Hmm. <laughs> No, I'm I'm trying to like think of how to say this sentence without make it like too focused, um, like or make it sound too selfish in a sense. But I'm thankful for the opportunity to take time for personal growth, and I mean that in the way that what started off as us trying to give our group of friends an opportunity to kind of hang out and shoot this shit has morphed into me streaming and our group streaming on Fridays and Tuesdays and everything else. But mm-hmm. it's morphed the way that i think about a lot of different things and i've kind of dove down the rabbit hole of learning graphic design which i have no background in no formal training but i've you know i've read read a lot of stuff online and i don't like to read let me also say but i've read a lot of tutorials looked at a lot of youtube videos about how to do all these things and i have all these brainy ideas that i think okay can i replicate this and i just that's what takes up a lot of my time aside from the fact that you know work I'm going to toot your horn for a minute. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished talking. I'm going to toot your horn for a minute. Yeah, to interrupt you, uh, your horn. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, most of our, um, uh, our logo, first of all, was designed by the fabulous Julie Grimes. Um, and then she did our logos that were varying from episode to episode for the longest time. And then she went back off to college. And um, so she kind of ran out of time to be able to do that for us. And, and Ryan took over. And the, just the progress you've shown from the first ones you did to the last few you've done, like the, the one you did for the Mandalorian episode with our name and, you know, modeling it after, you know, their, their series logo was phenomenal. I mean, so just the progress you've made. So just, you know, hats off to you. I already took my hat off earlier. And <laughs> yeah. so there you go. I already knew ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. To prepare for, for hats off to you, sir, for that. So just a little, little clap. You're here. Yes, you. You, did, Thank you. you did a very good job with that, Ryan. And you can and, and only get better. Good job. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're not done, which is great. We, we do appreciate it. We know it's a lot of time and effort, but uh, it's showing your, your, your progress is obvious and, and ultimate, <laughs> I guess I'll say it's very good. And you have, and, and the nice thing about it, I, I even to toot your heart even more is you'll share it. I love when uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't get to watch your streams as much as I'd like, or anybody's stream for that matter, but I do know you're on there working. You've worked, I, I, I can't even name everybody you've done stuff for, but you've done it live to show how it's done. And then you've given it to them free of charge. And that definitely needs to be acknowledged and appreciated more than it should now, than it is now. So yeah. uh, you're, you're just trying is- to make other people's stuff look better. And I'm not saying they need to do it my way or use my stuff, but if people come to me and they ask questions, I'm in the mindset that knowledge is only powerful if you share it. And it, it goes back to saying like, you know, like family stories and your, your legacy, 
your grandfather mm. told you stories or your grandparents told you stories about what happened to them in their life. And it's not something that they ever wrote down in a memoir. They just verbally told it to you. That's kind of like what happened in history. And that's how we are with a lot of these things. I guess that's the mindset that I take with a lot of this stuff is if I know something, it's only going to be powerful for the rest of the world if I'm able to, you know, pass that on to somebody else. And hopefully they can do the same thing for like 10 other people. I mean, I'm making it sound like a pyramid scheme right now, to be completely honest, but... <laughs> the graphic design pyramid scheme. Uh, it's not even just about graphic design. I'm not buying any of your widgets, sir. <laughs> it's just about, no like, money. you know, embracing your creative bug. And I'm also that kind of person. And, you know, we've spoken about this Hawaiian slang word before, but pake, which basically means being cheap. But the negative connotation is it often comes from Chinese people. Sorry, Nate. Not not meaning to stick it to <laughs> you. It's just the local, local slang out here in Hawaii. But I'm kind of pocket in that mindset because I figure, why am I going to pay somebody 50 bucks when I could probably waste a lot of my time, which, you know, time is more valuable than money. But I want to try and see if I'm able to do it on my own. And if I am, I can empower the next person to do it on their own as well. Yeah. So sure. that's kind of like, that's the thought process that I've had. And I've tried to really instill that in other people. And I'm glad to see that others in the community have really tried hard, like hats off seriously to Tamer, because I kind of showed him a few things, but he's run in his completely own direction and it's mm -hmm. reciprocated. He's taught me a thing or two and that's how it should be. That's right. Yeah. Was it, was it Tamer or Bat Tam that taught you? It'll, I just need to know what you're talking about. Can we not acknowledge Bat Tam? That's just Bat like, Tam is <laughs> awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Bat Tam is fantastic. He's, he's not the hero we deserve. He's the hero we need. God. <laughs> Before we move on, I just have to say the time that Bat Tam was reading an excerpt from Fifty Shades of Grey, I was about ready to vomit <laughs> 10 times over. It was disturbing. But I do have it clipped, and Tamar hates me for that. Because <laughs> I told him, if you ever dick me over, I'm going to release this, release this publicly. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like a political stunt, right? It's always a political stunt, especially with uh, the news today of recorded phone calls. So yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> yes, we'll quit tooting your horn now, Ryan, but good work. Thank Keep you. Keep it up. And thank, thank you, you well for done, uh, Ryan. keeping the entertaining. It was funny. Sully apologized the other day. He's like, I can't make the stream. Sorry, guys. And it's like, you're apologizing for giving us free entertainment? You asshole. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Right. I mean. How well, dare you provide us? Oh, that was you. yesterday morning because Twitch was drunk. Right, Twitch was drunk. Yeah, Twitch was drunk a couple days, but. You know, it's what when everybody's on it now, it's not surprising. But there are so just to play off that a little bit, there are so many streamers now because of the situation. But it's really worked well to to find different interests. There's art streams like slow, there's Lego builds, there's game nights, there's plenty of video games, there's people sleeping. Um, I, I was watching one the other day of somebody cooking. I know we've talked on this podcast about people watching people sleep. There's communities that build around all of this. Yeah, Still it's don't see how that's not a violation of the TOS to be doing that. I think it as long as they uh, they don't tag their stream as, um, I think the way the tagging works, as long as you don't tag it as uh, a game or an activity or something, it's just like, like chatting you're streaming. And hanging out. Yeah, so you're not just chatting because you're not chatting. So it's literally just, yeah, it's literally you sleeping. So. Just sleeping. Can you just put just nothing? <laughs> nothing. Nothing is happening here. Nothing is happening. There was a brief time where like, eating streams were super popular so they would just be like oh like one of the most watched category it's just people eating i don't get well, that i mean i've seen 
I've seen people like doing crafts, uh, you know, like Priscilla yeah. gets on there and does her art, which yeah. is mm-hmm. always fun to watch her do, especially those cards that come from the ideas in the stream. And then she draws them are so cool. Um, I mentioned slow earlier, barely Jason, when he was doing his art, I still love his, uh, his bear doing ballet, which of course is the bear in the little car at the circus <laughs> and uh, you know, so many other things. So it, it, it's nice that people are using their creativity and sharing it and building community around it, us included. I mean, we do it with our streams and everything else. And, um that we've been able to stay in touch despite the fact that we've been stuck either at home or you know just we can't go play we could go places we're just not assholes and don't i guess i should say but that streaming by itself has definitely been a positive of 2020 agreed agreed that was i took a long long-winded way to say that but yes <laughs> uh nate you got anything you want to add to the pot while we're talking about positives of 2020 um i mean besides some pretty awesome shows and movies i watched i think um, yeah, like Joey, I think the, one of the things for me is like, I've realized how much I miss, I, I took for granted that going to the office and going to be normal and having a schedule of getting up, getting on the train, grabbing my coffee, saying good morning to my coworkers, hanging out with them, having lunch with them, um, the Friday night drinks, like just things like that, that we were just doing kind of a... I would say it was almost like a mundane, repetitive mm-hmm. um, cycle. But then realizing now that it's going to be like almost probably close to two years that we're not going to get to do this um, mm-hmm. and not have this kind of cycle is just, it makes me realize that you can't really take anything for granted that you have and that you do. And I think one of those things that I'm really just kind of leads into that I'm, that I'm really proud of and really happy of is just what we've done, uh, the four of us. Um, over this past year, um, 76 episodes is ridiculous. Like, I didn't think this was like, I mean, obviously knew we were going to keep doing this, but just to, to hit that number and to see that number go up every week is just something that um, it's it's crazy to me because it's just something that we, on a whim, we just thought that we'd create this random idea for a podcast. And, About pineapples. Uh, you know, Mm-hmm. Well, pineapples. A, a pineapple, yeah. pineapple, pineapple. Oh, damn, what we got prickly, yeah. prickly pineapple contest. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, I do. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, kudos to you guys. We have not missed a week. That is impressive with everything going on. With two mm-hmm. of us that have kids, with you know, all four of us having pretty demanding jobs at times. You guys more than me. It's impressive that we've kept this up on a week to week basis. Um, despite, not to mention, I got know, married last year too, right? And we still managed to get an episode right? out on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, I mean, we've, that, that's impressive. And we're not the only ones. And that actually is kind of a negative in a sense of podcasts is the listening has just gone down everywhere because mm-hmm. you're not riding the train to work. You're not in the car going yeah. to work. You're not, you know, I, I used to listen to at work because I didn't want to listen to my coworkers, you know? So <laughs> um, it all depends. And I know that's happened. I know it's everybody, but, you know, big shout out to all the content creators who not only keep going, but have, adjusted i mean you know like geek together and sts guys talking pops nerdy curious those people have all started doing it all you know doing the recordings on twitch to interact with people taking advantage of the technology and finding new solutions to really make their podcast what they want uh, and we've done that some too it just we, we don't do it all the time but we that's because we have other things going on uh, but i'm you know it's really impressive that uh even though the podcast listening is down the podcast community thrives on yeah uh just a side note from our discussion earlier about queen's gambit oh, yes. uh, queen's gambit was written by walter tevis who died in 1984 
Um, also, did not know this, but it's the same guy that wrote the books that The Man Who Fell to Earth, The Color of Money, and The Hustler were based oh. off of. Wow. Did not mm. know that. I did not Writing know about that. Pool and chess. Interesting, interesting fellow there. <laughs> Both games I suck at. So, <laughs> what about Snooker? Snooker? I don't know what Snooker is. Snooker is like a pool, but on a bigger table. On a bigger table? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And uh, I think it doesn't it have the uh, bumpers in the middle of the table too, Ryan? I'm trying to remember if that's the snooker table. I don't know. I was trying to be a complete wise ass and just you guys are oh, making it job. overly technical. So there you go. I actually want to know what snooker is now because I, I, I'm actually broadcasting on a bumper pool table right now. <laughs> so, um, you know so what you can actually is, do yeah. is you can Google it if you don't know what snooker is. So there you go. Oh, so, it's a, it's it's a bigger table. Red balls. It's the, yeah, it's got the red balls, the colored balls. And you're just trying to get the highest score possible. And what you you have to hit a you gotta go red ball, color ball until all the red balls are gone. And then the mm-hmm. color balls go in a specific color order that they have to go that you have to hit. Okay. Uh, it's much more technical uh than like I find it much more technical than like eight ball or nine ball. Um or, the table is bigger too, isn't it? It's not it is it is much bigger. Okay. Yeah. Uh okay. the table's bigger, the balls are Smaller, I believe, a little bit smaller. Really? Yeah. Are the pockets the same size? Uh, they're smaller, actually. The balls smaller. are smaller. <laughs> the balls are smaller. Look at him trying to find another title for the episode. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny. I snickered. Snooker? I snickered at Snooker. S N O O K E R. Snooker. I did it all for the Snooker. Yeah, the Snooker. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. All right. Well, I learned something new today. That's always great. Um, 2020, I, I do have to, to do a little video game talk about, I, I know PlayStation and, um, uh, Xbox, Xbox came out with new one, new systems, even though the games haven't really been abundant yet, but you know, what sticks out to me for 2020 for video games. Anybody? The what switch. Fall guys. Well, on, guy. The game I'm thinking about is on the switch. I'm, Nate might be playing it for right now for all Animal I know. Crossing? Animal Crossing. Yes. It's not a I new still... game. Well, the, the 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 game the the one game came out in March. The edition I know, but I mean, Switch. Animal Crossing as a game. This one aside, right, uh, New Horizons, oh, right? right? It, that's the right. that's the one that everybody's playing now. The on latest Switch. iteration. But Animal Crossing is well, not a new game. I mean, I'm not a well, big Nintendo guy, but I knew that one. Right. right, but I mean, it's like you know, like a new version of The Sims or something like that. It's but the thing is, the crazy thing about it is when it came out. It came out mm. like a week after, like we were actually in a. A, an official pandemic and i'm like i think right. nintendo i still think nintendo has something to do with it because <laughs> i mean from, from basically march until like june like that was the thing like everybody played animal crossing all the time i mean even the streams even like Sully stream was spent two hours on animal crossing even though as ryan said it's not like a game you're watching some guy water a garden and build a bridge and fish and buy stuff you know it's not the most exciting but and dig a hole and cap- put money in it although sully hated when i called it the coin hole <laughs> right <laughs> coin hole. But that's kind we of the thing it, it was crazy go on we need an animal crossing cyberpunk crossover game yes oh my i wouldn't argue that that <laughs> animal punk 77 we'll see how it works out <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it just uh, you think about 2020, that is like the the game that really sticks out to me. That you know, again, it, from March. I mean, that's why there were a lot. That's why you couldn't find a switch in the store because people were mm-hmm. buying them to play Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, shout out to those people that put some major time into their places, made them look real nice, and 
you know, bought all the stuff and, and, and those that are still playing, I don't know if uh, Nate's still getting hustled for a million dollars every, every week, but um, like from his wife, but I know like Gary is still playing it. Our friend Mark is still playing it. You know, they're still there and they're still updating it. They had a countdown for the new year's Eve stuff and they have a whole winter extension. So uh, it's just crazy that, that, that game is kind of the game of 2020 in comparison to some of the other games you would expect to hear. That's all. It's positive. People liked it. I have it. I haven't played it in months, but you know, it's there. I haven't visited my island in, in months. What's well, funny months. and funny is what's funny. If you go back now, like you'll have like ants or, you know, help. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or in your yeah. tent or wherever you are. So, yeah. uh, yeah, they, 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 they try to rub it in the, Hey asshole, you weren't playing this. We're going to make it messier. Docile. But it's anyway. like the Tamagotchi. If you don't take care of it, it poops yeah, exactly. and eventually yeah. it dies. Like, Thank God they don't have to go over to the bathroom. So, so now that 2021 has started, what is what is everybody most looking forward to about 2021? Hmm. Besides, obviously, uh, obviously, we're all going to say you know uh, a, a new year, a fresh start, sure, you know, sure. into the. But besides that, like what what have you oh. seen coming up on the 2021 horizon? That that you're most excited about? I'll I'll, I'll start. Um, I'll start with video games. I've seen a few uh, advertised uh, on a stream. I think it was on IGN. I was watching the other day, and it was talking about the most anticipated games for uh, 2021. Uh, and there's a couple that are on the list that I'm really excited about. There's uh, one coming out called um, Chorus. And I've been looking for the longest time for a good uh, space fighter game, kind of like Star Fox, for lack of a better comparison. Um, And there's one coming out that's like that. But it also seems like it's also got some um, Mass Effect type uh, elements to it. Uh, So I'm kind of looking forward to that. It is coming out uh, on PS4. I just hope it's not like Cyberpunk where it's not going to really be optimized (laughs) for that. Uh, And then there's another one. Uh, I'm always looking for a good couch co-op two-player game, and there's one coming out called It Takes Two uh, that seems really interesting. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to is maybe getting back into some video games uh, in 2021 where I was focusing mainly on binging TV shows and movies that I hadn't seen and all that stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe getting back into some video games this year. Sure. Well, we'd love to hear your streaming so we can hear you all know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Fair enough. Fair enough. But what yeah, about you, Clinton? Uh, to be honest, I have not been looking forward. Not that I, I haven't been paying any attention. I guess I should say to what's coming out in 2021 on Nintendo kind of stuff. So I am at. Uh, I'm no help in this ad area, but I'm sure there's something. I want. Well, just anything. It doesn't have to be video games. Just yeah. what are you looking forward um, to that you've seen that's coming in 2021? So, so I know we 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 talked at length about cons and going back to cons and you know whatever, but. Um, I'm 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 optimistic. I don't know when, but movie theaters will be back to being movie theaters again. I miss seeing a movie in a movie theater, and uh, you know, like uh, I know that right now, Scarlet Witch still planned for May. Um, I can't remember the the, the Black Scarlet Rito. Witch, Black Widow. What Black did I say? Widow. You said Scarlet Witch. My yeah. bad. Yes. Are none of your movies? none of your movie theaters doing the option where for like a hundred bucks you can rent out the whole movie theater? I think it's like one fifty, if I remember right from here. What I remember hearing, yes, they have done that. Yes, that is definitely an option. But but regardless, so excuse me, you're right. Black Widow, Scarlet Witch comes out this month. <laughs> on TV, so I'm looking yeah, forward to that. January fifteenth. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully that'll be good. But but I was actually getting back to. I want to go back to movie theaters, and 
the example I was giving is last night, um, my wife had Mulan on the live action one, which we've talked about on here. And um, I came down and sat down and it was nice to watch it. But, you know, we had to constantly adjust the volume because Ava was sleeping in the next room and I had to get up to let the dog out. And I think she had to get up to do something. And I miss the fact of sitting at a movie theater and just being involved in the movie. Mm-hmm. You just cannot. I mean, you could have all the surround sound you want. You can have every you have the best setup in the world. And it still is not the same as going to a movie theater and watching a movie. So. I, 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 like, I, you know, it might be late in the year, but I think movie theaters are going to happen. I'm looking very forward to going back, even if it's going back and watching things I've seen before. I think movie theaters would be wise to play those movies again. You know, I didn't get to see T2 in movie theaters originally. Put that back on. Why not? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what the our theater's been doing. That's they what they're doing now. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, when, like, they're like, people are going in regular masses, ah, they have a shortage of movies. Put those back on. Shit, you know how many kids our age would love to go in and see some of the movies from the 80s and 90s and even the 2000s they didn't get to see in theaters? You, mm-hmm. you make a good point. I'm wondering if, because obviously Wonder Woman's been met with mixed reviews. I don't have a mixed opinion about it. I thought it was garbage. Uh, <laughs> but not my hot take of the day, mark that bingo square for yourselves. Uh, I'm wondering if... It was released only in the movie theaters, and it's not pandemic, and you know people go out in mass like they had been doing uh, prior to the pandemic. I'm wondering if it is still met with the same reviews. Like you know, sure. some of those big blockbuster movies are meant sure. to be enjoyed in a movie theater, to it, you know, on an IMAX screen or you know, with the Dolby, you know, forty-seven point one surround sound whatever it is nowadays you know what i'm saying so i'm I'm, I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why it kind of fell flat a little bit because it is one of those blockbuster movies it was supposed to come out in the summer i think originally um i'm wondering if it would have been a little bit more well received if somebody would have went and seen it at the movie theater because most of the reviews i've seen are from people you know that went and watched it on hbo max right yeah i don't know anybody yeah right great point i think you're right I, i you have to be right i mean like I said, that's it's an experience. You go to a movie, you're not going there just to see a movie because, as you mentioned, you can watch it at home eventually. I mean, right now, a lot of them you can watch the day they come out of the movie theater, but it's an experience, just like a con is, just like you know, football game is, whatever. It's an experience, and I'm looking forward to those experiences again. Yep, good. That's a good way to Nate? say it. Looking forward to experiences, no matter what. Nate, that did you is. ever see Wonder Woman? You did. Didn't I did. You? I haven't yet. I haven't. I need to. It was. It was okay. Good. So, I don't have so HBO besides, Max. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, it's garbage, but I don't want to spoil anything, so I didn't want to go any further about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I don't sorry, Ryan. Something, but... You were saying something? What no, were I was just to? saying that I think a good way to sum up all of our situations, and I'm not speaking for Nate because he's yet to go here, but for what you two said, I'm looking forward to experiences. No matter what mm. that word describes in your life, yeah. the experience of being able to actually shake your friend's hand or hug your hug your um, family, which I've not been able to actually physically interact with my parents ever since all of Mm -hmm. this happened, right? I'm looking forward to the experience of going out to eat with a friend or the experience of going to a movie theater and watching a much anticipated film. All all of those things. I mean, seriously, it's the experiences we have on a daily, weekly basis, monthly basis now are like walking around the block with Buddy every morning. Um, The experience of walking to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. being outside for all of five to 10 minutes or the experience of driving in your car to go get takeout food or going to the grocery store. That's like the l- limit that we've been set to for the last yeah. nine months. 
So the opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of break outside of that box is going to be awesome once we're able to do that. I do like I do like not buying gas, but I'm just saying. Hell yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with yeah. you. I went like almost three months without filling up my tank, and that's like unheard wow. of. Right. I Even when I was, was catching the bus to work on a daily basis, I I used to fill up my tank like once every three weeks because I would be driving mm-hmm. so much more. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to Best Buy so many times in the last two months that if I hadn't done that, because it's a good like fifteen <laughs> miles away from me, I probably would have gone like four months without filling in gas. <laughs> Funny. you know mm-hmm. um to joy's point though i am looking forward to like on the video game side halo is yet to come out i know sully's very excited for that so i'm looking forward to that portion uh, i play a lot of call of duty so i'm looking forward to the new zombies map i've been playing a lot of zombies recently i don't know too much about what else is coming out as far as video games for the rest of the year even right. though we're only what three days into it now i'd have to look into it I think a lot's going to change like release date wise, like for a lot of the things that we do enjoy, like, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot's changed already in 2020. A lot of games got delayed. A lot of movies got delayed. Um, but I think as we, um, like as companies start to realize that they're a lot more agile than they, than they thought, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll start seeing uh, more creative ways for them to, to release content and, um yeah like movie wise for me I'm, I'm super looking forward to black widow like i really will be curious about um kind of ever since joey made that comment about was that natasha sitting in the back in the background in the trailer i was like well shit i gotta i, I need to know what's what's gonna happen like is she is she alive is she dead like it's you know like where, where's this timeline uh where does she fit into it and you know being a big marvel fan like that's something i'm super excited for really looking forward to that um but yeah, video game wise, I'm, I I really don't know. Like, I, I just took a quick look at Wikipedia, my favorite website in the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and there's just honestly, there's a lot coming out in 2021, but there's nothing that's like strikes me as like I'm gonna mark that on my calendar um, as something that I'm, you know, I'm I'm super looking forward to. Right. Um, other than I guess Scott Pilgrim. January 14th. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, January 14th. That's, that's a re-release, though, isn't it? It's yes, gonna... it is a re-release. Yeah. So the, the complete edition is, is coming back out. Or are they releasing it on Steam? No, it's uh, on I think. It'll be on yeah, PC, PS4, Xbox, oh, hmm. everything. Or that's PlayStation, wild. Xbox, wait, wait, Steam. Is it, is it on Switch? Uh, yes, Switch as Xbox. well. I know it wasn't on Nintendo originally. That's why I'm happy to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Wait, yeah, Switch. All right, we're getting something. Oh, there's a new Mario coming out too. I saw. Oh, yeah, so that on the video too. I forgot what it's Super called. Super Mario man. 3D World. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, that's and that's, that's a Wii, Wii U game that they made into a Switch game. That's why I wasn't thinking about it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, gotcha. It'll be fun. Um, Ooh, yeah. Overwatch Two. I'll oh, see. That'll be a bit. I think that we'll start getting hyped as things get closer. Dates solidify. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I, I I had to go to Wikipedia a little off topic. Um, the Bob's Burgers movie is still planning to come out this year. Yeah, oh, nice. was telling me about that the other day, April or May, something like that. April, right? Yeah, so uh, something that's flying under the radar a little bit, but I would love to get. Oh, it. I forgot to bring this upstairs. I'll I'll bring it up for next week's episode. But uh, one of my stocking stuffers, my wife got me a Bob's Burgers quote thing. It's like a burger. You hit it, and it says a quote from the show. Like, oh yeah, I've seen this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's great. I'll, I forgot to bring it upstairs today, but I'll I'll bring it up 
Maybe I'll bring it up on game night. You guys can see it on Friday. Nice. Um, but yeah, like to Ryan's point, I think that's that's one thing that we all should kind of look forward to for 2021 is just new experiences and re getting back to those old experiences that we missed so much uh, in 2020. Um, mm. But you know, it's it's, it's going to happen eventually. You know, mm. but you know, just got to have hope that it's going to happen sooner than later. Um, but just reminding everyone to just keep keep positive about it because you made it this far. Yes. You know, don't 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 fuck it up for yourself now because you've come so far. And right. you know, this is a um we're we're at we're we're there's light at the end of the tunnel, I think. There's, uh, there's an actual freaking light right now. Yeah. So, you know, you can see it. There's something to aim for. Let's do it. People are gonna need social therapy after all of this pandemic stuff is over. I mean, in the reality that we're living in right now, we don't get to interact physically with very many people outside of like our immediate bubble. So, I mean, like mm-hmm. seriously, social therapy, I don't, I, I'm going to coin that term. That's my thing. People can call it whatever <laughs> they want, but I mean, like, that, that's, that's, that's the way I'm thinking about it right now. You're trademarking that. Yeah. We're going to have to like seriously go through that. Cause I mean, look at the, the social gamut, right? Some people are okay being at home. Like for me, I'm okay. Kind of being a hermit. I don't mind it. Other people, like I told my wife, do we have any friends that are single that, you know, may may fall into that rut and that bucket where they're heavily depressed because they can't see anybody. Nobody can mm-hmm. actually be there. And like, because like for all of us, we're married. So our mm-hmm. other half is there with us. But I really worry about some of my friends and like some of her sure. friends that are single. They can't go see their parents. They don't have anybody there with them on a daily basis. They may not even have an animal to talk. Because, I mean, really, for your personal sanity, it makes a huge difference. And mm-hmm. to rewind the clock a little bit and go back to what we were talking about earlier, the fact that a lot of us interact over social, and especially with me, I'm always on Twitch these days because like, I'm always sitting at the computer and that's the easiest thing for me. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good way for me to physically, in a way, interact with people because I can either see them or they can see me and vice versa. But it's still a level mm-hmm. of social interaction where some other people don't have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Agreed. So, I mean, and that, that's what we say, be, you know, watch out for yourself because you need to, and, and don't be afraid to reach out for help. I'd rather listen to your story than not listen to you talk again. So don't, don't hesitate on that. And, and I, I do feel, I feel for a lot of people. I, I think we've all four of us have actually been pretty blessed during all this that, you know, we have, we have friends, we have our families, uh, both extended and immediate, uh, you know, Nate has banner, so that's always good. But that's true. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, and so yeah, I, I there's a light. We can get there. We're going to get there. Um, let us help you get there if you need it. Uh, any of us individually or just somebody, because I mean, like I said, I'd rather have you there and listen to your story that I think is complete bullshit than not listen to you at all. So anyway, uh, I think we've gone pretty long, Joey. I'm going to axe your game tonight. I'm sure you had an amazing one created. Oh, right? I did. Oh. <laughs> And I think Ryan was going to win this one again. Wow. Uh, sorry, sorry, Ryan, take that yeah, W away from you, man. Joey. Screw you, man. You know the only thing I'm appreciative of is, is Joey's games. Uh, it's you know even Nerd Unite Con had a very fun multi-series game from all of us in the final by Joey. That was well done. That was, that was the best. That that's I, I I think I peaked then. That was my crowning achievement was was pulling that off and well, how it came down to in the final was we, couldn't be scripted. No, but we might we might have to try again. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens come Ju- uh, come July. But we'll get yes, there. Exactly. I'm hoping to do something in in person. Like if, you, 
if we don't have San Diego, we've those of us that feel safe to travel and maybe have been vaccinated, we need to try to have our own FDO or, or nerds nerds day out at some some place. Maybe San yeah. Diego, who knows? Maybe so. Something to think about. Well, anyway, an launch take us home. Yeah. Um, thank you everyone for hanging out with us again this week. Um, we hope you guys had a safe and happy new year. I uh, hope you guys had a good Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate over the break. Um, I know a lot of you guys are back to work this week. Um, and that sucks because nobody wants to go back to work. Everyone just wants to do nothing and, and have money come in. But unfortunately that's not how it goes. Um, so if you're going back to work this week, I, my thoughts and prayers are with you because I'm back to work this week as well. You're paying um, you're not alone. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, so this week, uh, Ryan, you'll probably be streaming at some point, right? Monday, Tuesday, We shall see. Saturday. Since this release is Monday, we'll, we'll see if I'm able to get on today because I was telling everybody in the pre-party. Start of the month, start of the quarter, start of the year. And to add to boot, my boss is off for the next week and a half. And I'm dealing with some really shithead, idiotic salespeople <laughs> that have promised the world to their clients that is unrealistic. Well, I hope, hope they listen to the podcast. I hope they do, because I want to tell them to go fuck off. <laughs> In a professional setting, I can't say that, but I really wanted to tell them, get your head out of your ass, fuck off. That's not happening, but of course we can't do that. Ryan, I feel your pain, but Angry Ryan to start off. Uh, Angry January. Ryan. Angry Ryan. Um, no, Clint. I make Joey Asian, Joey, or Asian, uh, I don't know, superhero. No, Asian Joey is a different person. Oh, you're yeah. absolutely right. Sorry. <laughs> so it's now going to be Angry Ryan and Asian Bruce Banner. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I'll see, we can't call we can't call Joey the Asian tall one because that doesn't that just doesn't work. <laughs> He's in Yao Ming, huh? Yeah. There's only one Asian tall guy, and that's Yao Ming. Lin Sanity. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyways. Uh, Tuesday night, Clint, you'll be doing the Splatoons this week, right? Splat with Sully. With Sully and others. Come uh, join us. 7, 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m., something like that on Twitch. Yes, you'll see it on our Twitter. Yep. Uh, Friday, we're back to Dorksman Game Night, hosted by Ryan. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time on Friday, so make sure you come hang out with that. We'll be doing Jackbox, as we always do. Always a good time, honestly. we, um, As Clint mentioned earlier, it's one of those things that we just... We started as a way to have people hang out and just an alternative to uh, to not doing anything together on Friday, and it's you know become a a very fun kind of a staple for our community. I feel like uh, for Friday nights, so Agreed. please make sure to join us if you can. It's always a good time. Um, yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the underscore Dorksman. Um, thank you again for listening this week. Uh, anything else from the fellas here? No. No. Nope. Thank you guys right. for everything. Happy New Year. Yes, yes, Happy New Year. And with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. That man is playing Minesweeper. He thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. <laughs> Word homies. <laughs> Please no gang signs.